Blog Talk Radio. The devil last month and I can shake the image from my head Never this much if I felt the way I feel today Feel my skin peel away, nothing feels real to me Red Bull still awake I just wanna have wings and grab things Like a bag of weed and cash free Million dollar giveaway Still a product in the race, kill them all literally You can't fathom my life until it's history Write a book on Kyle's hooks, Kyle is a beast Grab a hearse, this rapper's verse, try and get deceased My mom's left when I was six months old Tried to warm back up the flame, but the bitch got cold So I sniffed that snow, hit that drove Drink it till I'm shit can't blow I just want some expos, fuck a tic-tac-toe I'ma spit that flow, till I'm filthy, stinking rich I resist that gold, damn, and I hit that hoe Bitch tried to run her mouth and her lip got swole Uh, yeah, that's a chick I know Fat ass, big tits, and some thick ass dough Funky little attitude, so that shit must go But I can make a toes curl, show the clip I'm the shit and it shows Belligerent, independent I'm a prick that flows Chip on my shoulder In some hipster clothes They used to call me white boy Now I fit the mold That's some bullshit Niggas do whatever the TV say Me, I invent the show Now excuse me for a moment While I clap for myself Met the devil last month And I asked him for help Now excuse me for a moment While I clap for myself Met the devil last month And I asked him for help Bonsoir and good evening, ladies and gentlemen, mesdames and messieurs. It is Sunday, the 31st day in the month of May in the year 2020, and you're now listening to Playtime with Sandra Radio. I'm your hostess, Sandra London of livinggrind.com, broadcasting for you live from the sunny beaches of Southern California. Playtime with Sandra Radio is available to you via Blog Talk Radio, TuneIn Radio, iTunes, Digital Podcast, NGR Music, and LivingGrind.com. The song you heard at the top of the hour is called Met the Devil, and it's by uh, one of Make the Girls Radio's own, Kyle Young. Hope you enjoyed that. I should be having a guest. Um, it is highly possible, although there are some disturbances near um, nearby to him. <laughs> so I hope everything is okay in that neck of the woods, but I hope to also be speaking with him shortly. In the meantime, I will give you At Dawn by Distemper. The call-in number is 858-815-2333. Once again, 858-815-2333. Here you go. Here's At Dawn by Distemper. Грандиозные планы и выстрел в упор Не увидишь заранее 
что ждет впереди Это страшная тайна решает другие Океан волны пенит, как загнанный зверь Жизнь кому-то изменит, закрытая дверь Настоящие чувства и слез серебро Знаешь, это искусство потеет добро
And we're back. You're listening to Playtime with Sandra Radio, and I'm your hostess, Sandra London of livinggrind.com. The songs you just heard were At Dawn by Distemper, Beyond the Warriors by Gee Frog, and Stray Bullets by Peg and the Rejected. The call in number is 858-815-2333. Once again, 858-815-2333. And there has been a curfew in effect since 4 p.m. for parts of Los Angeles County, including Santa Monica and Beverly Hills and Culver City. And it has been for all of Los Angeles County since 6 p.m. We're now 8.13 p.m. Um, please stay inside. You don't want to be out in this madness right now. Um, you're free to call in if you'd like, 858-815-2333. Once again, 858-815-2333. I want to pick another song for you. <laughs> oh, check this one out, Suburban Gangsta by Philly Wonka. Man, you are not no hardcore gang-banging motherfucker. You aren't even in the city. You don't even live around here. You live in a $300,000 house. Your mama is a motherfucking lawyer. Your daddy's a doctor. What the... Man, fuck it. This one's for you, dog. I'm a hardcore nigga, got my cul-de-sac on lockdown. Yeah. You don't believe me? Yes, my mom, she lives a block down. Yup. Yeah, it's a small town, but I rep the shy city. I know my other shitty line friends are with me, and they hard as me. It ain't that hard to see that we individually as hard as a bitch can be. Now, I ain't saying I'm a bitch, I'm just a bitch-ass wigger. And if you call me a bitch, I dip with the quickness, nigga. Yeah. I rep any gang all day. all day. I don't even know their colors, but they miles away. <laughs> and I'm safe because I'm inside of my own backyard. And my mama called the cops.
you're listening to Playtime with Sandra Radio, and I'm your hostess, Sandra London of livinggrind.com. Call in numbers 858-815-2333. Once again, 858-815-2333. The song we just heard, let's see, where did I stop? Mm-hmm. the momento, let's see. Stray Bullets by Peg and the Rejected. Um, oh, wait, I think I already said that one. Uh, Suburban Gangsta by Philly Wonka. Uh, Something Elated by Broke for Free. Smoke Meat Fax Machine by Space Cops. Language of Lies by Peg and the Rejected. And Les Vancouver by Pauline Dahl. Uh, uh, next, I will play a song. Ooh, I'll play Kung Fu by Borders 4. And I'll be right back with you.
ventured out the evening before with her best friend forever, Ashlyn Jameson, to seek out a new restaurant and bar, Le Colisee. Dave will not appear too excited about this, and Celeste will worry that he may be upset by the time upon which she returns, especially if she should so happen to have spent far too much time catching up with her longtime friend, with whom she will have not seen in a little over an academic year. Ashlyn has been on a study abroad exchange of some sort, premised upon classical literature and ancient mythology, or something like this. Ashlyn's long-winded, bubbly digests are quite familiar to all. In fact, they register quite regularly as a CC-all expose to her steady circulation of friends, as well as the many more recent admirers she will have gathered along the way. Mykonos, Athens, Barcelona, Catalonia, as Ashlyn has never failed to educate her fellow feathered ilk. All this, and even more still, and yet always all the best parts divulged solely for Celeste's pervy perusal and private consumption. And so now, Celeste will be able to unearth even more, always more, about her darling girlfriend's heady endeavors and their lusty conclusion. Uh, for example, Tomas, the hunky, highly adroit Catalonian, 
with whom Ashley has only just memorialized a great escape to Venezia. A sweet but sordid escapade, culminating with tentative, then turbulent, finger-filled dalliances to the tune of the silent symphony on the muddy waters of a midnight gondola ride. A tasty bon appétit, indeed, for El Señor, fanned beneath her popularly peasant skirt, and how Ashlyn would squirm, reliving how she would try her best to ignore the rocking and swaying of that small, floating apparatus so many millions of light years away from the crunchy granola of her more usual endives. Like Hendry's Beach off the Pacific coast, or a stolen moment of picnicking a la va-va-voom on checkered gingham blankets, or were they Freddy's burger napkins? Ashley will have developed a learned disdain for those comparatively milder throws of passion, long gone and tossed out to sea amid the persistent flow of tides along the edges of humanity. Celeste is more than willing to subsume this all the while, emptying recollections of fuzzy, fading remnants of her own time's past. Like losing her bonchamp regimes to the Pacific coast in a newly naked embrace, her soaked front pockets bearing down, impeding resistance, reuniting with Donnie's t-shirt, they're having become saddled with quarters, readied for a midnight sack of colorless bra and panty laundry and Donnie's short sleeves. All this, and salute to the elements, yet little more than a mere pittance to Mother Nature herself. But no, no. Celeste will quickly return to the seedy seat of novelty, smack dab in front row, where things were a lot less pedestrian. You see, Ashlyn was a lady in Europe. That being so, it was only polite then to allow her beau, Damas, to have a gander at her prized and pretty pink possession and unthinkable to lie concealed indelicately beneath some nondescript fabric of commodity. Ah, yes. Celeste will be most eager to relish all of these naughty delicts abroad in real time after all that she has devoured at length before her computer screen. Things were going to get real. Celeste will reach out, compelled by her quest to fully expose those secret treasures of abandon and concert, she hoped, with her longtime beau. She has lived for the date of this reunion, it seems, and a lustful remixing of the familiar. The widening of Ashland's complicit dazzling hazel green eyes, her full breast thrusting forward out of habit as she embarks anew, weaving her delicious narrative to life. David will not know what hit him. Certainly, yes, Celeste has been yearning for this sort of gathering for much more than a fortnight, and now she wants to collect. Her attention will divert at moments upon the thought of Ashlyn's cheeks, which usually tend towards Rosie when she is just about to spill, spill the raciest of spoils, the impish dives of Ashlyn's heart-shaped head as she lowers her gaze mid-sentence, the corners of her girlfriend's lips when they curl conspiratorially. Their interchange will commingle, as they often do, 
laced with sheepish smirks of self-censorship and doubts of sheer, bemused embarrassment. False modesty will peel away as Ashlyn's hushed giggles tell all. Together, they will find it increasingly troublesome to fight back the tears of merriment. Time and again, they may attempt to stifle and compress Ashlyn's naughty narrative at irregular intervals, shielding themselves from spectators' wandering eyes and wondering ears. And, of course, the waiter will come near, making his proverbial rounds, mostly mid-bite, just like clockwork, just to see if everything's all right. And it will be, and so very much more than all right. Celeste will encroach progressively as the night waxes on, building upon each succulent recantation of her muse. Celeste will catalog all manner of happenstance this evening, hoping to unleash her very own brand of sex magic, just this once, but precisely where and when she should. She will attempt to widen the circle, just for one, or, well, her party of one. Ah, the sweet, unassuming, ever-so-devoted David. Now, ordinarily, Celeste would have had no difficulty casting forth a reasonable reproduction of her notorious pal's far-flung charisma, but her rehearsals were largely confined to solitary pursuit, mostly. Yet here, Celeste will assume certain studied positions on this once-upon-a-night. It is a given that she will start out well enough. She will advance with all the more purpose between the unforeseen hours of this endless night. Celeste's impending desire will mount bit by bit, eager to rejoice, relive, and suddenly give rise to a fait accompli. She races full speed ahead without regard for what could have otherwise resulted from certain derisive acts of Jamevu. Celeste will hasten to the destiny which stirs so immutably within, in spite of herself. By definition, Celeste had plenty of, well, practice gleaned from that steady stream of salacious digest, awash with the magnetic agony ecstasy, and octane-laden discourse, which spawns over easy from Randy Wildchild, Ashlyn. Celeste has been Oklahoma for such a very long time. More often than not, perhaps, this feverish intoxication could have topped off, occasioning itself to die a warm, slow, heady little death. Until this one night... Her fantasies would have remained burrowed within the exclusive domain of private life, slipping through solely during hidden, unspecified stretches of time, shrouded within and beneath her stark white bedroom linen, finding their welcome respite, peacefully atop Celeste's personal pleasure chamber. Normally, she would have flicked it out, pressing persistently with her tiny, finely tuned digits, until she stopped. However, this time around, not so much. On this other day or night, something else will have come to pass instead. 
and rather remarkably so. And all because, and perhaps only because, at the culmination of this very grand soiree and pleasure-filled reconnaissance, things really won't seem all that different. Not at first. And yet, after all this, somehow it all must cease to be because Celeste will wake up dead.
deal, bitch, repress, don't be pretend that what you learn, what you learn, what you burn, there come a day when the dots will turn in back down under a while fill you with life with the wisp of death till we're both running clear out of breath till we expire on sins and sighs with dreams and fears upon our thighs we'll bury deep here counting sheep to rise and shine in our daily grind hello all you sexy naked girls radio listeners have yourself a naked day and make it a naughty night with me, Sandra London, on Playtime with Sandra every Sunday night, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 10 p.m. Central, 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now that's better, baby. Why don't we sing a song to help pass the time? Row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. Merrily, 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 life is down the stream. Merrily, 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 life is but a dream. Merrily, 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 life is down the stream. Merrily, 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 merrily.
Santa's pole and the ever-incorrigible unicorn. I've lived nearly 52 weeks so far this whole year, packed my travel bags with freedom and feathers, but no fear, fed some goats, kissed a kitty, ran with puppies, far and near. Oh, Santa, dear Santa, where the fuck are my reindeer? I want half, but I'll settle for a third. Santa's unicorn.